How nervous are you right now? Is Dave going to preach for like 40 minutes? <laughs> and we've got communion. What is going on? And if you're new this morning, you don't know what I'm talking about, really. Well, maybe not. So we're in the middle of a series, So Dead, Now What? Living in Light of the End. And I loved what Dan said, and I, we didn't talk about this, but Dan actually said when he was sharing in his mid-40s, he started to realize life was running out, if you will. There was less life left, and he wanted to use his life to make a difference. And for him, that meant ending up in Spain with he and his family, just because that's his experience, their experience, doesn't mean that has to be your experience. But the same question, the same idea, am I living in light of the end, is crucial for all of us. You may not feel this, but I absolutely believe this. No matter who you are, where you're at, what your occupation is, what the rhythm of your life is, you have an opportunity to make a difference wherever you are. It's yours. It's low-hanging, ripe fruit. It's just there. You just have to reach out and grab it. It's a lot of conversations but it's there for you. So all of us, as we're thinking about the book, Ecclesiastes, Solomon's last journal, he wrote Proverbs. Before that, he wrote Song of Solomon's. He ends up with this. As he's writing this, he, he's, he's realizing that life is even shorter for him. And he looks at all the things he's done, all the marvelous things, all the resources at his fingertips and, and how he used them. And he wrestles with the fact that, wow, a lot of this, most of this was meaningless in the sense that he built his life and all these events, all these activities, and we'll talk about a few of those in a moment, and we said week one, it was like a cloud. And you look at a cloud, especially when you're flying and you're coming up to it and going down to it. It looks like you could, you could actually land the plane on a cloud. But when you're flying, you just go right through that cloud. And Solomon realizes that he's built his life, vanity, smoke, cloud, that kind of thing. And, and when he leans on what he's done, very successful, he finds... He just goes right through it. It won't hold his life. And all of us, all of us, again, before us, have the opportunity to live a life that makes a difference, and we can build a life that isn't a cloud. It doesn't mean that all those wonderful things that Solomon had and all that kind of thing, the things that, are, are, that you are blessed with aren't enjoyable, but when it's just those things, when it's under the sun, without the sun, you find that it just does not support the weight of life. Now, the verse we've been looking at is this, and for some of us, it's not a very pleasant verse, but it's a real verse. Death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take heart of, take this to heart. 
We, we, should, we should think about that. We should, we should ask ourselves, what am I doing with my life? How am I living my life? Uh, what were the ripple effects? I know as we start to get older, we start to ask questions like, uh, what's the legacy of my life? Probably doesn't start to happen until your late 40s, early 50s. Now I'm starting to think, of what is the legacy of my life? It's not new project, new things. What's going to be, what's going to be the ripple effects to the way I live in other people's lives? And so we've been looking at this idea of life under the sun. Solomon uses that that, that phrase, at least 29, maybe 30 times, under the heavens, under the sun. It's this life. What are we doing with it? And he lives life under the sun, without the sun. And when we say sun, we're talking, doing a little play on words there. S-O-N, sun, Jesus. We're celebrating communion. And uh, the fact that uh, Solomon lived his life under the sun, really without a growing connection with God. Every once in a while, actually six times after there's a section of, of uh, Ecclesiastes, there's, little, there's this little like, well, if this is the way it is, don't forget to enjoy life, live life well. Uh, you know, the ability to enjoy life is, is given by God, those kinds of thoughts. And, it, and, he, and he says it uh, six times. Uh, some people, uh, as they've studied the book of Ecclesiastes, think that that is somebody else interjecting those little six things. Others think it's Solomon. On one hand, it, it doesn't matter fully. The, the thing that does matter is you wonder if Solomon didn't, at the end of his life, in a sense, have regrets and make some changes. Or did he? We, we, we don't know for sure. Uh, under the sun, without the sun, nothing makes sense. Everything is nonsense. I've seen it all. Nothing makes sense. What is there to show for all our hard work here on earth? Tough questions. Real questions. But all of us, again, all of us, you don't have to go to Spain. You don't have to do this uh, if, unless God's leading you that way, God directing you. But all of us have the opportunity to live a life that counts. And the question is, do we really believe that? As we've gone through these last four weeks, week number five, do we really believe, engage in what we've been looking at? Or do we really not think it's true? At least not true for us. Uh, this week was a, a life-changing week for me. I had a, had a blood test. Nothing super negative. Well, actually, something really negative, but not what you're thinking. Then the negativity of this blood test was that the doctor said, I'm allergic to some things, some food things. That's why some of my stomach hasn't been feeling good. No, it wasn't Starbucks. <laughs> I'm just not going to feel good if that's the case. But, uh, you, you know, but, uh, you know and, and I'm not really sure I believe it. I got this little scale here, and please don't come up with all these recipes and everything right now. I'm, Tuesday, I actually talked with the guy on the phone. But, uh, you know, when it comes to dairy, that includes ice cream. That's a no-no for me. You've got to be kidding me. Look at those. I, I, those, you know, when you get into number two, number three, it's a bad news. Last night, Cindy actually had baked potatoes and this fake butter stuff and this fake sour cream stuff, and it actually wasn't too bad. But uh, I was like, 
this is, this is terrible. This is, you know, when it comes to eggs, those are on the list. Look at that. Uh, you know, I expected when it came to vegetables that uh, sweet potato would be on the list, but it isn't. That's just an emotional, ex emotional allergic. I'm allergic to that emotionally. And again, as you can see, the good news is coffee beans didn't really even score, so I need to keep drinking coffee. But, but, the, but the reality, way, the reason I share this with you, and some of you eat with me every once in a while, you're going to know whether I believe this or not. I'm very skeptical. I think this is a scam for me to take all these extra pills and drink all this, what, what do they call it, probiotics and, you know, all this. I, I don't know about that. Make this weird stuff. Cindy made this cabbage. Coleslaw. Yeah, coleslaw. It, was, it smelled up the whole house and eat this. But anyway, so, so but, but the reason I share this with you is not just so you can feel my pain and cry with me, even though some of you are laughing with me, is this, is, is, you've, is what's going to show whether I really buy into this is how I change my eating patterns. Am I going to put cheese? Am I going to say it's worth it, worth the pain? I'm going to want to find out if, you know, after doing this for a little while, if I eat a bowl of ice cream, how bad do I feel the next day? You know, and if it's not that bad, maybe I'm going to go for it, you know, anyway, but... Uh, but when it comes to our spiritual life, when it comes to Ecclesiastes, we do exactly the same thing. God's way, walking with God, is spelled out pretty clearly. You, you and I have graphs that are more specific and better than these when it comes to the way we interact with life. And the big question is whether we really buy into that. Are we skeptical? Like, I, you know, I, I will. I'm Cindy is going to be on the phone with me when I talk to this guy. I, I, I will. I'm a little skeptical. You know, did you get the right test? Is this is really Dave Spencer's results? Uh, you know, is this real? Is this like a real science? Are you really telling me how did I get, you know, allergic to like my favorite foods and, and all this kind of stuff? You know, how does this happen and, and why? And I'm skeptical. And, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see what things look like a month or two months from now. And will I actually feel better but still... Want a bowl of Ben and Jerry's pumpkin cheesecake ice? Well, actually, a carton of that. But uh, will I actually want that, and will I eat it? Will I eat a spoon here and there? And the reality is we're dealing with that all the time. All of us know we ought to be living in light of the end. And when it's with Christ, it's really not living in the light of the end. It's living in the light of the end, which opens up a new way, new door to a new beginning. And it, it, it doesn't get any more complex than that. Do we embrace it? Do we imply it? Do we digest it? Do, do, do we live it? Or do we find that we face our lives with a, a low-grade stomachache all the time because we're eating things we know we shouldn't be eating in our life? And even right now, some of you, go, you, you know, you know I, I can see sour cream, I can see cheese, cheese. I mean, I eat cheese, you know, I used to. Now, you know, and I can just, am I, what am I going to do with that? And, and, and what are you going to do with that? So that's what I want you to think about this morning. Think about that as you leave. We're going to move into communion. 
And uh, we're talking about under the sun, without the sun, but communion is all about under the sun, with the sun. And the fact that God gave his son on our behalf. He died for us, made it possible for us to have a relation with him. We were going to talk about the fact that he rose again, and, and that, that resurrection is the catalyst for, for the rest of our lives. So, so think on those things. Uh, the, we'll figure out what we'll talk about next week and what we left off and those kinds of things. So let's, uh, let's pray together. Grace, Heavenly Father, short, maybe sweet, but short to the point. All of us are in different places in our lives. Some of us are still kicking the tires of faith. Some of us would say, yeah, we've said yes to Jesus, but we're still trying to figure out how much of this we're going to digest, how it overflows into our life. Some of us, uh, you know, made a decision to say yes to Jesus years ago, years ago, but have only really digested so much. And we've been stalled out for years and years. We only go so far. And uh, we live with the, the low-grade stomach ache because we're putting the weight of our life, even though we put our eternity in your hands, we're putting the weight of our everyday life on the stuff of life. And it's the clouds that are beautiful, but when we lean into them, we, we realize they don't hold us. Lord, as we sing a song, as we move into communion, Lord, we're, we're, we're grateful we're grateful for the fact that you provide a way so that we can lean on something that is sure, that is solid, and that is you. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.